Welcome to the Cultivate and Celebrate podcast, a podcast for the everyday mama who craves a simple and joy-filled life in a fast-paced world. I'm Amber Brogdon-Page, real-life toddler mama, business owner, and your podcast host. I'm here to encourage you as we walk through this season of life together. Grab your favorite drink and join me for practical tips and honest conversations. Toss the confetti and let's dive in. This episode is sponsored by my very own Brain Dump and Organize Your Thoughts printable freebie. This is the perfect printable to use if you need a quick way to clear your head, organize your thoughts, and create a plan to bring calm to the chaos. I find myself using this printable bundle pretty much every week, and I'm so excited to offer it to you for free. You can grab it at the link in my show notes or go to amberbrogdon.com slash printable dash freebie. I am so excited to have my friend from the Productivity Zone, Alexandra Beauregard, with me today. And I have followed her for years now on social media, and I just love her. I love everything about her. You are so sweet. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. My name is Alexandra Beauregard. I live in the snowy, currently Northeast. (laughs) And (laughs) I help female entrepreneurs take back control of their day, time, and business with simple systems, routines, and schedules that work so that they can enjoy the true female entrepreneur lifestyle of having a life and a business they love at the same time. You have helped me so much in my own life and business. And I, I just totally believe in everything that you teach. So I'm just so excited to have you you here today. I know that you work with a lot of um, solopreneur, female entrepreneur moms. And so we're all juggling like business and home life and just trying to manage both and juggle both as best as we Mm -hmm. can. And Mm -hmm. so what is your advice for a mom that's working from home and, you know, maybe she has childcare, but she is just trying to kind of separate home life with the laundry and dishes and chores around the house from, you know, hopping on <laughs> Zoom calls and doing emails and, you know, really trying to stay intentional with work time. Mm-hmm. So the first thing that I want to say is that whether you work full-time or part-time, if you're a business of one, or if you're managing a team, doing the mompreneur juggle, or even the side hustle thing, keeping up with your life, your home, your family, yourself, and your work can be exhausting and hard. So that if you are feeling like that, you are not alone. Like, please don't feel alone. You are not the only one in that ship. Yes, amen. Um, (laughs) So, um, but my biggest advice, and I tell this, I say this all the time, Schedule everything so you know you have time for everything. And when it comes to having a to having your work and your life in the same place, so if you're working from home, mm-hmm. you have to be able to separate the two. You have to be able to say when you're doing that, when you're working on work, you're working on work. That's it. You can't be getting up and worrying about the laundry, worrying about the dishes, worrying about this, that, and the other thing. If you are working, you're working. If you are cleaning the house, you're cleaning the house. If you are spending time with your little one, you're spending time with your little one. Stop trying to do all the things at once because 
you will drop the balls. If you are trying yeah. to do everything at once, if you're trying to spin all the plates and juggle all the balls, something yeah. is going to fall apart. Yeah. And that's not fair to you. That's not fair to your business, your clients. It's not fair to your family, your little ones. If you're going to do something, give it your all, give it your whole heart, give it your full attention, and then you know spend the time on that and then switch gears and work on something different or do something different. Um, but the biggest thing is schedule everything so you have so you know that you have time for everything. That is amazing. That was just like exactly what I needed to hear as a reminder for myself as well because um, it is really easy to have everything kind of run together. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, the the good part about working from home and being so flexible and working for ourselves is that, you know, we have the flexibility to do multiple things and do whatever we want when we want to. But you're right. Like we mm-hmm. have to almost pretend like we're working for somebody else and have like that set work schedule and work hours, because if not, it just gets messy. Absolutely. And I know that so many people are so hesitant, resistant to having a schedule and having a routine even and having systems mm-hmm. when they've come out of from a job that you know was very restrictive and it was that whole nine to five and there's that whole mentality mm-hmm. that when you start working from home, it's freedom and you can do, like you said, whatever you want, whenever you want. But the fact of the matter is, is that having a schedule, having routines, does it should not restrict you. It should give you more freedom because like it's it's all about creating time for the things that you want to create time for you're never going to create time for something you don't want to do right that's the bottom line but if you're creating and and you know that you want to spend time with your family and you know you want to do things for yourself you should be doing things for yourself it's not selfish unlike (laughs) what we've been led to believe yeah but you also need time for your work and you need you know you don't want to be doing stuff at the last minute all the time. Sometimes that happens, you know, life happens, stuff gets in the way, but to be constantly in that go, 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 hustle, hustle, hustle mode all the time is not sustainable. It's not sustainable. But like I keep saying, I'm going to say it again, I preach this, scheduling everything so that you know you have time for everything is the key to having a life and a business you love at the same time. Yes. I, it's so true. That's such a good point. And just writing things down or using like a a client or a a task management system, Mm -hmm. something like that, where you just have a Google calendar, whatever it is that you have, um, you know, written down or on your computer, on your phone. So you know what you're doing when. Yes, absolutely. I am the, I am the trifecta queen when it comes to like planning things because I use my Google Calendar, I use Asana, which is a project and task management app, and I also use my daily simplified planner, which I know you use a simplified planner too. <laughs> yes, yes, we are so much alike in that way. I love that. How do you use those? Do you have like a certain system that you do for like using your daily simplified planner versus your um, Asana? I do. So the digital calendar I use for anything that has a scheduled date and time. So if there's an appointment, an event, again, anything with a scheduled date and time, that goes into my digital calendar with reminders because the simplified planner doesn't bounce up and down on my screen to let me know I have 30 minutes to get to my haircut. Yes. And I'm not going to miss that. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, so, and then Asana is where I keep track of projects, tasks, and I also use it as an information hub. So that is pulled up all the time. 
And I love being able to see what projects I'm working on every single day. The My Tasks view in Asana is just out of this world. And then my Simplified Planner is where I actually, and I use the daily, not the weekly, because I need more space. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) But I love to time block my day into my Simplified Planner. So that's where I get then really specific about what I'm doing at what time of day. Yes, yes. That, that is so good. And that's something that you've taught me too, is to time block and just like, like you said, schedule everything and really just have mm-hmm. everything written down. So that way, you know, that you need to dedicate, you know, X amount of time to this. And you're actually just like honed in and really focused on working on that one task at hand. Exactly. I love time blocking. Oh, yes. the best thing ever. <laughs> so Alexandra, do you work from home? I do. Okay. So do you have like a separate office that you go into and kind of like shut the door at the end of the day? Or do you like allow yourself the flexibility to work from the couch? Like what do you, what does that look like for you? So I have kind of like a office slash media room. Almost. Uh-huh. Um, and, but like the office is literally on one side of it and the media room is the on, uh, is on the other side. Okay. So that it's separate. I One thing that I always tell people when they first start working from home is that a lot of times people are like, oh, now I can work from the kitchen table and I can work, you know, at the kitchen counter or I can work right. in the living room, on the couch, from bed. And as awesome as that is, yeah, <laughs> like, as awesome as it is, and I'm not saying it's wrong. It, and I like to change it up too. Sometimes that I'm just like, oh, you know what? I really just want to work in the kitchen today. Yeah. Um, and like one thing, like I always, if I'm stuck working on something, I always go to my mom's kitchen because when she cooks, yeah. for some reason, I get really creative. So <laughs> I love I'm, that. I'm not, <laughs> so that I'm not saying that it's a bad thing to, you know, work from wherever in your yeah. house, but to have an actual place that inspires you to work, that helps you to focus, that when you sit down there, you know, it's time to work. Yeah. When you sit down at your, on your couch Generally, that's a place of comfort. It's a place of relaxation. It's a place where you're going to binge watch the next thing on Netflix. Right. It's so that sometimes it's almost, it's like, I feel like it's something that happens in your brain uh-huh. that when you sit down on the couch with your laptop and you're like, oh, I'm going to get so much done with friends playing in the background. Yeah. You wind up not being as efficient or effective or even as productive as right. if you were sitting at like your desk at an actual place where you do work. Um, and it's the same thing with bed. Like bed is the place you go to sleep and to rejuvenate and, you know, put yourself back together again, you know, at the end yeah. of the day so that you can wake up refreshed. And I think if you're constantly working from bed, mm-hmm. you get those, you get those two um, mindsets mixed up. And it's like your brain then doesn't know if you should be working from in bed or sleeping in bed. And you kind of then aren't as you aren't as effective as you could be right. with your daily productivity. And I mean, again, I'm not knocking it. I'm not saying it's bad. And when I was going through my health crisis a few years ago, I only could work on the couch or the bed and I had to make it work. Sure. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah. Um, but I always find that I am so much more productive, like infinitely more productive when I'm at my desk. Yes, that it's so true. And I'm so guilty. I'm like number one of like working from the bed. <laughs> and so <laughs> right now it's, it's one of those things, like my husband started working from home. Um, I think two or three years ago now, I don't even remember, but it was, 
it's one of those things where like I had that was like our extra bedroom. So it was mm-hmm. our office or my office. And then mm-hmm. when we started working from home, he is in IT. So he has like three monitors and like this whole oh, gosh. setup. Yeah. So he took over my office, which is fine. Like it's it's a blessing. <laughs> it's great. It's <laughs> but it's also hard because like that was my spot. So now right. I have um my desk is in our master bedroom, which is mm-hmm. not ideal, but there's no other mm-hmm. place for it. Um, mm-hmm. And then I have a little desk in our master closet that I record my podcast in. Very fancy over here. So I'm literally sitting in the <laughs> closet right now. <laughs> um, but I have a little <laughs> setup here and that works out well. But none of those places are like super inspiring for me. And so mm-hmm. I find myself going to the coffee shop and just like... Mm-hmm. And I do enjoy that because I literally will just sit there and like camp out for like a couple hours. Like I'll, mm-hmm. I'll get a, a drink in the morning and then I'll turn it into like a refresher in the afternoon and just mm-hmm. like get out, you know, my AirPods and just like really focus on work mm-hmm. because I can't get up and go do laundry and, you know, right. go do anything else around the house. So it's hard for me to find a place at home that I'm like super inspired because I just don't have Mm -hmm. that designated space. Mm -hmm. But I have found that like going to the coffee shop and bringing my laptop and like working from there has been helpful. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I mean, you have to do what works for you. And like what I would say to you too is what could you do to make the space at home feel like it does in the coffee shop? Yeah, that's a good point. And like one of the biggest things is having AirPods. And I don't know if you have the AirPod Pros, the ones that have like the noise cancellation. Oh, no, I don't have that. Those things are gold. Like my parents work out of, um, out of the basement. They have an, their office is the basement. It's the whole bottom level of their house. Uh-huh. And um, they have, they were, they've been working from home before it was cool. Like we're yeah. talking 40 years. Um, wow. <laughs> and so I grew up, isn't it? Um, so I grew up with parents that have been working from home and doing the whole, um, uh, you know, job sharing when I was little and uh, growing up as a baby, you know, and all that stuff. Oh, wow. um, and in recent years, because headphones weren't as awesome back in the day <laughs> as they are now, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> because they share the space, sometimes my mom can't stand listening to my dad talk with a client on the phone. Right, right. (laughs) She pops in the the AirPod Pros and she just totally blocks them out so that she can then focus on what she needs to focus on. And he can then just, you know, gabber away in the background and she doesn't, you know, have to pay attention to that. Or sometimes he listens to music that she doesn't like. So she'll put the headphones in and. Yes. Oh my gosh. I think I need these in my life because this sounds genius. Like this sounds like a relationship saver. (laughs) Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. With your spouse at home, even if you're not like working together, but just like being in the same space Mm -hmm. 24 seven is very challenging. So. Yeah, I love that. They've been doing it for 40 years. (laughs) Man, oh my goodness. Wow. That is, I guess, what did they do before the AirPod Pros? (laughs) (laughs) I I honestly don't know. I don't know. But like, I even like them because then I don't hear like the laundry timer go off. And so instead of the laundry timer telling me, hey, it's done. When I have my next break, which I use when I'm doing my time blocking, Uh I'll then get up, stretch, go back, go to my office is on the second floor. So I go downstairs. I can then swap over the laundry or go outside with the dogs for a minute or something like that. So it's like 
that's one of those things about taking control of your day and your time is that you're not letting anybody else or anything else dictate what you do and when you do it. You are in charge. Oh, that's so good. You're probably type A, right? I mean, obviously. Oh. obviously. <laughs> so, I don't think type B is even in like I, in my yeah. DNA at all. <laughs> I don't think so either. I don't think so either. And so how how do you I guess tell somebody or help somebody that is has more of that like type B tendency, like maybe is a little you know, a little bit organized, but like not all the way. I'm kind of talking about myself here. Like, <laughs> like I, I feel like I have good intentions, but then like, you know, sometimes it just slip off a little bit. So like, mm-hmm. how do you coach somebody or tell somebody how to structure their day? Like, how do you make that work for them? Like, so the first thing that I have to say is that everybody is different mm-hmm. and there are so many productivity tips and so many routines and so much, so many things that you can do with time management, all of this stuff, but it all comes down to what you are doing on a daily basis, how your brain works, how your energy fluctuates. Um, I'm constantly talking about how it's time management is a big thing, but more so than that, it's self-management and energy management. Those are even bigger than time management because everybody's going to have different energy fluctuations. And if, as long as you are paying attention to that and really self-aware, you can create a schedule that works for you, that you love. You can create routines that you love and that the whole thing. And I know that a lot of type B people, which I don't think you're resistant to routines because I follow you on social media and I know that you have like a lot of routines, but a lot of type B people are are resistant to routines. They think they're boring. They think they're restrictive. They're too repetitive. Um, and I, they always say like, oh, routines just don't work for this Enneagram number or because I'm type B. Mm. Those are, those are A, the last two things are excuses. <laughs> <Because> anybody <laughs> can do anything. Um, and the second thing is, is that if you, if your schedule isn't working for you, if you have a routine that you don't like, you're not going to continue doing it. And why would you? If you don't like doing something, yes. you're not going to do it consistently. You're not going to want to. Um, but if you have routines and a schedule that you love, that makes sense for you, that makes sense for your lifestyle, um, your season of life, and that you actually get benefit from these schedules and these routines, mm-hmm. that is life-changing. Yeah. That's something that I teach when I'm doing coaching. I also teach it inside my course, Running on Routines, that it's all about creating routines that you love and that you can run on consistently. But it's because you're creating them for you. And yes. this is going to, you're not drinking anything, right? Because this is, this, this could right. make you bust about <laughs> laughing. But <laughs> routines and schedules are as personal as your underwear preference. <laughs> I love it. I I'm love not it. even kidding. That's so, <laughs> so that true. Like when people are saying like, oh, because a lot of times, like how many times have you been on social media and you see somebody that's like, oh, I love doing this first thing in the morning. And you're like, oh my gosh, she does this right. in the morning. So if I do this in the morning, I'm going to be as awesome and successful as, you know, great of a mom, as great of a business owner as she is if I do that same thing. Well, guess what? Your life is different. You're different. Your season of life is different. Your business is different. It's not the same as hers. So it's not, it could work for you, but it may not work the same exact way. 
preach it, girl. That was, that's so true. <laughs> like people post like, you know, 5.30 a.m. workouts, like good for you. Like that's amazing. But like, I have to know exactly. that for myself, that's not like mm-hmm. I work, I don't, that's not me. Like I'd rather work out right. in the evening time or like, you know, in the afternoon. And so like, but that works for her. Like that's, that's great. Right. You know? Yep. And it's just like, for me, I am not a runner. If you see me running, it's because somebody's chasing me. <laughs> Otherwise, running is not not going to happen. And yeah. so I'm not going to do it. My When I do workouts, I'm doing strength training and cardio, but that's not running. Not running. Yeah, exactly. I'm not going to run. know that about yourself. <laughs> so you're not going to, you know, try that or like put that on your schedule because it's just exactly. not you. <laughs> and it's like, even though somebody else could, I follow somebody else on Instagram that's always showing how much she loves running. It clears her head. It makes her feel good. And I'm just like, that's awesome for you. Yeah. Me on the other hand. I'll just sit and watch. Exactly. (laughs) Yes. And that's just all about really just, you know, knowing who you are and what you like and, and just kind of going with that and following your heart Mm -hmm. and your season of life and all of the things, because like you said, what works for somebody isn't going to necessarily work for somebody else. And I think that's the Mm -hmm. beauty of it is finding like a system and routine that works for you and just really, um, you know, make, yeah, making that work for your life. Mm-hmm. And like another thing too, is that so many times people are, we're getting beat over the head with things that people say, you have to be doing this. You should be doing this if you want to be X, Y, Z. And I hate that. Oh, it breaks my heart. Yeah. It makes me so mad because here's another great example. Journaling. Journaling is huge. Everybody's always talking about journaling, doing journaling, all of this stuff. It doesn't work for me. Right. The only thing I get out of it is a hand cramp. Oh. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so, no. and again, I'm not knocking it. I'm not right. saying it's a bad thing, but it, I've tried like six ways from Sunday to try to like incorporate journaling into my like morning routine or evening routine or something like that. Yeah. And it just doesn't work. Right. So guess what? I'm not going to keep doing it because A, I don't like it. I don't see benefit from it. And to me, it's again, I don't, all I'm getting is a hand cramp. So I'm not going to keep doing it. But Right. So many times we just see the success of other people and see them doing things and we think we have to do the same thing. And that's just not the case. And if anybody, whoever's listening to this, if there's one thing you get from this podcast episode, please take that with you. It's so true because you, you know, you see this stuff on social media and you're constantly, I mean, we, we're, we see so much throughout the day that we're constantly like, oh my gosh, I need to be doing this. Like she's doing it this way. Mm-hmm. And you know, like, I feel like I've got a good grasp on this, but like, look at this person. They really like have it together or, you know, something like that. And so it's really true just to do it your way and what works for mm-hmm. you and your family. Yeah, absolutely. 110%. So what is your best, like number one tip for juggling family and work life from home? Because I know you coach a lot of female entrepreneurs that have kids and they're kind of trying to juggle both. What is like your Mm -hmm. number one tip that you could give if you had to give one thing? Separating your life from your work as much as possible. And I know that that's super hard, especially in the digital industry. And mm-hmm. even, even like, I, know, I feel like there's just so much that you can do on your phone these days. Right. Um, especially when it comes to social media. This is going to sound so hard to do, I know, but you need to put the phone down. You need yeah. to put the phone down. <laughs> it's um, no, it's so true. Are, it is. And I mean, like, That's one thing that I find separates, like, again, I grew up with parents that worked from home. Right. And that was before, 
phones could be attached to your hand. Mm-hmm. You know, that was not a thing back then. We still had the phones with the 10 foot long cord that got yes. around the house when you were talking to somebody, yes. <laughs> you know, um, but we didn't have, so- they didn't have social media. So yeah. that that has become such a distraction. It has become such a distraction. And I think really implementing boundaries and like office hours or even just like work hours of when you're working so that your family knows this is work time. And, you know, to do that when you have childcare or when the kids are at school or when your Mm -hmm. husband is at work, or you need to be able to communicate with the people that are living in your home. And even with the people that you love, because Mm -hmm. I'm sure you know this, when you work from home, a lot of friends and family don't really understand what that means. Oh my God. (laughs) That you're not available 24 seven. Right. (laughs) Having those conversations and creating those boundaries and sticking to those boundaries like glue, because if you don't respect your boundaries and your office hours, Ain't nobody else going to respect them. Oh, so so true. (laughs) Having those and being able to set aside the time to work and that when you're done for the day, you either, you know, close the laptop, shut down the laptop. It needs a break just as much as you do. Turn off the lights, walk away from your desk, leave your phone somewhere that it won't distract you to check what the latest, you know, notification is on Instagram or DM or email or whatever. Yeah. Um, But really just kind of setting that aside when you then are taking or when you're stepping away from work and you're getting into life mode, mom mode, wife mode, Mm -hmm. whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think that that is super important, but is keeping that schedule, keeping those boundaries and having those conversations and just sticking to that like glue. Oh, that's so good. I I used to be really good about putting my phone away and having that boundary with myself, um, separating work from from home life, but then it's just so easy to get out of a habit once you get out of it, you know? And, and I feel like the past like year or so, it's just been like, I don't know. It's, it's been hard for me to keep these really great routines and, um, habits if I'm being completely Mm -hmm. honest. Um, and so I'm, I'm excited to like dive back into your course because I have it. And I started Mm -hmm. it, I think probably at the beginning of this crazy world pandemic. (laughs) And it's like, my life has changed so much since then my business Mm -hmm. has changed. And so I'm, I'm like really pumped to like get back into it. Um, and just kind of like reteach myself how to to make this work for me and and also just you know setting some stricter boundaries of, around my mm-hmm. phone and because I I am guilty of like picking up my phone at night when I'm playing with Beckett and I'm like and I know like I feel so guilty when I'm doing it you know and he wants me to play with right. him and I'm like sitting here just like checking Instagram and like for what you know like it right. it's just exactly yeah. yep. it's so bad so like for example again with my parents they didn't have phones that were attached to their hand or even computers that they could carry around with them. And, you know, so that having that boundary of putting your phone away and literally, I'm not even kidding, shutting off your computer because it takes at least what, 10, 15, 20 seconds for that thing to boot up. Yeah, And that's like, as if you can't immediately go to it and like, just wake it back up, Mm -hmm. there's like that extra 20 seconds that it's going to take for you to have to turn it on is going to be a deterrent. That's true. It's like a, it'll be like a deterrent a for yourself. Like, oh, do I really need to turn this on? Right. <laughs> exactly. And if you still have work email on your phone, take it off. Oh, that's hard. That's so good. Take it off because there is in an hour, like 
types of like the digital business industry. Yeah. Nobody, there are no such things as an, as an emergency unless somebody is bleeding, something is on fire. There's, Amen. you know, a flood coming at us or, right. or something like that. So that you don't need to be answering a work email when you're standing in the grocery store line. You don't Ooh, need to be answering yes. a work email when you are sitting on the floor playing Legos with your kid. You don't need to be answering an email when you're trying to fall asleep at night. <laughs> right. Oh my gosh. Yes. So yes. again, creating the, those are boundaries. Like they shutting are. off your laptop is a boundary at night when you're done with work. Mm-hmm. Having email, or, excuse me, having work email not on your phone is a boundary and it's a deterrent for you just like picking it up and being able to then access whatever you need to access with the touch of your finger. I know you don't have work email on your phone. What about like mm-hmm. scrolling social media? Do you ever feel like when you're doing that just for fun, like does it ever make you think of work, like work things? Because like you see reels and you're like, oh my gosh, like this person just posted this great reel about, you know, business type things. And like, then my mm-hmm. mind is like automatically going on like, oh my gosh, I need to be doing this. And so even when I'm like mm-hmm. leisurely trying to like just scroll TikTok or <laughs> reels or something mm-hmm. like that, I'm like flooded with all these like these business thoughts. Like, I mean, I guess that's probably not the best use of my time is to be on social media like that. <laughs> <laughs> probably I mean, you know what? Question. <laughs> um, as business owners, when you are the boss of yourself and your business and you wear all of the hats or most of the hats in your business, mm-hmm. it's really hard to get that part of your brain to shut off. And I don't know if you find this, but I always find that when I have stepped away to do something else. I could be running errands. I could be at the hairdresser. I could be on vacation. And I get the best business ideas when I'm not actively actually working. Yes. I feel like there's so much inspiration that comes from just stepping away. Oh, totally. Oh, it happens in the shower. Yes. So many good ideas in the shower that I have to then have my phone on the counter so that when I get out, I can immediately put it into a note. And that's what I was just going to say is that if... So I will admit that when I watch TV at night, because you can't fast forward through the commercials anymore, which is such a pain in the butt, (laughs) I do scroll Instagram on the commercials because I can't stand the commercials and I just, I don't want to do it. And I love scrolling just to scroll at night. Right. Um, And I have like, because I have a new puppy and I'm seeing all of these dog reels that just make me laugh all night long so that that generally comes up but every once in a while a reel will come up or you know a post or anything like that that will make me go "Ooh, that's a really good idea or something like that and I'll screenshot it Uh so that it can remind me of what it is and then I will quickly type up a note in my phone and then on Fridays I usually try to do some kind of like wrap up of the week and I'll go through and pull those screenshots into Asana wherever I feel like that idea is going to go. And then I also pull the notes from my phone so that I'm not losing track of those things. And I'm actually actively doing something with them and not just going to let them like collect digital dust. Oh my goodness. That is genius. Will you tell everybody about your courses that you have? I want you to just like do a little shameless plug here because I love them. And so just kind of give us a little bit of details on those. Oh gosh, you're so sweet. So I have three courses right now. Um, The first one is Fresh Start Systems, which I know you know. And that is all about helping you to have a business that runs like a well-oiled machine every day, week, month, quarter, and year. And those are maintenance tasks that will keep your business running so that you know that every part of your business is being looked at and taken care of. 
and nothing is falling through the cracks. So that really helps you to start fresh and set you up for success all year long. Then I have running on routines, which I mentioned earlier, and that is my signature step-by-step processes for helping you create, implement, and stick to daily routines you love, can't get enough of, and actually benefit from. Mm, And then the latest one, which is my new baby, (laughs) um, is Asana Assistant, which will help you start or completely level up your Asana dashboard by turning it into your virtual personal assistant. And that is a collection right now of 15 done-for-you templates that you can upload into Asana and start organizing and streamlining your business and being able to work from one place instead of having a bunch of notebooks and sticky notes that you can never find or know what's on there. Um, so, and I've already got several new templates in the works for that, that I'm really excited about. That is amazing. (laughs) That is amazing. I am so proud of you. You're just, you're so, you're so incredible. And I can't wait to dive in. I have the running on routines as well. And I just, I'm ready to like get a fresh start, you know, like I'm ready. Get it girl. Yes. Like that. The good thing about it is like you have lifetime access. So like I can go back and just like start fresh. And so I'm just super excited to do that as I, you know, kind of come out of this weird pivot of a business model and then also just like in a new season of life so I'm super excited and also out of the pandemic funk right pandemic funk has got everybody for a loop and we're all still adjusting and figuring things out and sometimes that's the best time for a fresh start although you can have a fresh start whenever you want you don't need to wait until January 1st you can have a fresh start whenever you want I always say the magic starts when you start Oh my gosh, that is so good. I love that. And it's so true. Like you, you don't need a new calendar year, you know, to start for you Mm -mm. to make a change. So it can start today, tomorrow, like, you know, whenever you are ready. So that's awesome. A new day is far more powerful than a new year because you get 365 new days and only one new year. Oh my gosh. Listen to you. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) Oh my gosh. This was so much fun. And I feel so inspired just from our conversation to, you know, really just be true with myself and just like really look at like Mm -hmm. my spaces and um, just kind of reevaluate everything and make it work for me. Because if I'm trying to just, you know, keep going like I am now and it's not working, I'm like, kind of going against the tide, you know, and then that's mm-hmm. not beneficial for anybody. So thank no. you so much for bringing all of this information to us. Where can our listeners find you and connect with you? So we have my website, which is the productivityzone.com. And my blog is there, which I love my blog. Um, and otherwise I'm on Instagram all the time. And that's at the productivity zone. I don't do any other social media. <laughs> Perfect. Keep it simple. Well, Alexandra, thank you so much for being here today and for giving our listeners so much information that they can, you know, take with them right now and make changes. So I appreciate you, friend. Thank you so much for having me. This was awesome. Thank you so much for joining me this week, friend. Want to keep the celebration going? I invite you to join me inside of my online printable membership where you can instantly access fun printables to help you cultivate and celebrate a joy-filled life. For show notes and links for everything mentioned on today's episode, head on over to amberbrogdon.com slash podcast. If you're enjoying the podcast, it would mean the world to me if you left a review wherever you're listening today. 
It only takes a few seconds, but it really does make a difference in reaching new listeners. Thanks again for joining me on this episode of Cultivate and Celebrate. I'm always cheering you on, friend. Until next time.